0: you do you let true green do your lawn care visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed downplaying the pandemic threat we want to show confidence we want to show strength new campaign attack point
1: it was a life and death betrayal of the american people
0: wildfires wipe out communities
1: everything that we own gone
0: Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, President Trump defends his handling of the coronavirus pandemic, which is under fire again after revelations in a new book. The last thing we can show is panic or excitement or fear. His Democratic opponent, Joe Biden, says downplaying the threat of the virus amounts to a dereliction of duty.
1: He knowingly and willingly lied about the threat it posed to the country for months. He knew how dangerous it was. He failed to do his job on purpose.
0: CBS's Paula Reed says the book is the result of 18 interviews journalist Bob Woodward had with Mr. Trump over several months.
1: On February 7th, Bob Woodward spoke to the president, who had just talked with Chinese President Xi Jinping the day before.
0: It goes through air, Bob. You just breathe the air. That's how it's uh, passed. It's also more deadly than your even your strenuous flus.
1: And despite knowing the flu was not more deadly, Mr. Trump continued to say otherwise.
0: We're finding very little problem. You treat this like a flu.
1: By downplaying the threat, Americans lost time to prepare.
0: It will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away.
1: Then in March, Mr. Trump told Woodward the virus was a threat to younger Americans.
0: Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob.
1: But then in the following weeks, the President was urging states and schools to reopen, saying this.
0: We'd like to see the schools open early next season and on time. It's very unique how the children are affected.
1: And in a shocking admission, on the same day the death toll in the United States reached 265, the president volunteered to Woodward that he was intentionally misleading the country.
0: I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down because I don't want to create a panic. Woodward tells this Sunday 60 Minutes he concluded after the many hours he spent with Mr. Trump that he's the wrong man for the job. The president of the United States has a duty to warn. The public will understand that, but if they get the feeling that they're not getting the truth, then you're going down the path of deceit and cover-up. Now to Southern California, where thousands of people have been told they may have to clear out if the Santa Ana winds shift a wildfire that's already burned 31 square miles in Angeles National Forest. Fire Captain David Dantic. Can't harp on it enough. Have everything ready to go just in
1: case the Santa Anas do hit and fire does go southwest.
0: At least seven deaths are blamed on the fires in several states. CBS's Lilia Luciano has the latest on the situation in Oregon.
1: Violent wind-driven flames cut a path of destruction across parts of southern Oregon. This could be the greatest loss of human lives and property due to wildfire in our state's history. The wildfires nearly wiped out five towns, including the city of Phoenix. 89-year-old Beth Hill was evacuated just in time. The center has burned with all of our things. Everything I own is there. 12-year-old Wyatt Tofte and his grandmother, Peggy Masso, died trying to escape the fire. A family member telling CBS News the family's cart wouldn't start.
0: The Department of Homeland Security has rejected new claims from a whistleblower who alleges retaliation for refusing to change intelligence reports to fit President Trump's political objectives. CBS's Jeff Pagase, Brian Murphy, who oversaw the DHS intelligence division until last August, is alleging that he was told to cease providing intelligence assessments on the threat of Russian interference in the election and include reporting on the interference activities by China and Iran. Murphy says he was told to modify intelligence on white supremacy in a manner that made the threat appear less severe, as well as include information on the prominence of violent left-wing groups and Antifa. Senators Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton, and Josh Hawley are among the 20 names on President Trump's list of potential Supreme Court nominees. Most of the others are federal judges. In Oxford, Ohio, police have been breaking up house parties on and near the Miami University campus, where more than 1,000 students have the coronavirus. One officer encountered a party hosted by eight people, all of whom had the virus. There's an input on the computer that you tested positive for COVID? Yes. When was this? Um, a week ago. Are you supposed to be quarantining? Yeah, that's why I'm at my house. So you're not quarantining if you're mixing with other people. Some big names in retailing have gone under in the pandemic, but CBS's Jim Crusula tells us one historic chain has found a lifeline.
1: J.C. has reached a tentative deal with landlords and lenders that would rescue the financially troubled 118-year-old department store chain from bankruptcy proceedings. The deal averts a liquidation that would have threatened 70,000 jobs.
0: A new report out today from the World Wildlife Fund is sounding an alarm as we hear from CBS's Steve Futterman. The organization says the wildlife wildlife population around the world is in a catastrophic decline and many species are in danger of becoming extinct. In the last 50 years, populations have fallen by two-thirds. Part of this is due to loss of habitat. The National Football League opens its season tonight with the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Houston Texans. Just 17,000 fans will be allowed into Arrowhead Stadium to watch. Marianne McKenzie usually goes to one KC game a year, but this year, no.
1: I'm sure that the precautions that they're putting in place are totally legit. For myself as someone who can easily get sick, I'd rather not.
0: Most teams are not allowing spectators in, at least during the early part of the season. What a night in Atlanta. the Braves smacked seven home runs in a 29-9 thrashing of the Miami Marlins most runs for a team in the National League since 1900 and one off the major league mark of 30 set by Texas in 2007. one of the major forces in the group cool in the gang has died. Yeah. Ronald Bell was 68. There's no word on the cause of death. Bell and his older brother Robert, who was nicknamed Cool, started the group in the 1960s. They hit it big in the 70s with a danceable mix of jazz, funk, R&B, and pop. A celebration to last throughout the years. A lot has changed for a TV talk host
1: who's now set to pump out new shows. The Ellen DeGeneres Show is returning.
0: Here she is now, Ellen DeGeneres.
1: It'll be on TV's Monday, September 21st, and it follows allegations all summer of workplace misconduct and a toxic work environment. It also comes after three top producers were fired for their behavior. The talk show host in a statement says, I can't wait to get back to work and back to our studio. And yes, we're going to talk about it. Matt Piper, CBS News.
0: Pandemic versions of the game shows Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune will be on the air next week. Wheel will feature rigorous testing protocols for contestants, talent, and staff. The platform surrounding the wheel has been redesigned, allowing for contestants and host Pat Sajak to stand six feet away from each other. A new curved monitor has also been installed around the wheel. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast, American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation.